Yeah, but drive safely. Just coming up 26 minutes away from uh, 2 o'clock. Now, let's have our weekly look at the state of our state. And, of course, the Marshall government is celebrating uh, one year in office. And one of the policies that helped get them into power was their promise to abolish payroll tax for small businesses. Well, it's been in place since uh, the 1st of January. Uh, so South Australian uh, businesses with wages up to 1.5 uh, million are no longer liable to pay payroll tax. That's about uh, three, well, just over 3,000 uh, businesses, I think, and they'll save up to 44,000 each. Um, to explain how it all works, we have some very special guests in the studio today and happy to take your calls if you've got any questions. Julie Holmes is the Commissioner for State Taxation with Revenue SA, who uh, you conduct the whole payroll tax thing, don't you? Uh, that's right, Alan. Yeah. So Revenue SA is the organisation within the government that uh, collects all the state taxes. Okay. Uh, we've also got Anthony Penny, who's the Executive uh, Director of Industry and Government Engagement in Business SA. How are you? Afternoon, Alan. Very well, thanks. Good to see you. Mark Fu- uh, Foria? Uh, Fiora. Fiora, sorry. Mark, uh, Mark uh, Fiora, Managing Director of Littlehampton uh, Clay Bricks and Pavers. Good to see you. Yeah, thanks, Alan. And also we've got uh, Aaron Hill, who is uh, the uh, Payroll Tax Manager for Revenue SA. How are you? Very well, thank Good you. to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for coming in, everyone. This is uh, one of the few things that during the political campaign there was a bit of toing and froing, but I think the general consensus on both sides of the, the, the political uh, uh, spectrum were in agreement uh, with the fact that payroll tax had to be shifted. Am I, am I getting that right there? Absolutely. If yeah. you speak to any business, Alan, they will say that payroll tax is a handbrake on employment. It's one of those nonsensical taxes whereby the more people you hire, the more people you pay, the more as a business owner you get taxed. Mm. It just mm. doesn't make sense. So we do commend the government for providing the exemption for small businesses. It's been a policy that Business SA has been pushing for years and a day and will continue to do so. We want to see you know, future budgets greater exemptions, more payroll tax relief for businesses because we know that the margins are getting squeezed. Mm, absolutely. Julie, can we come back to you and start with the basics? How, did, how does the payroll tax, or how did it work? Did, was there a limit on how many employees or did it boil down to the the total uh, wage bill that they were paying? Yeah, no, it's not on the number of employees. It's on the total wage bill um, that, a, that a business has, and that's Australian-wide wages. So we look at the, the total wages for that uh, that company or the group of companies. And uh, am I right in saying there's about 3,200 uh, businesses so far that have uh, been exempt as a result of the change? So it'll be about 3,500 who will benefit from this change uh, with the threshold lifting to the 1.5 million. So they won't uh, have to pay any payroll tax if their total Australian wages fall below that 1.5 1.5 is the cutoff. That's okay. right. Um, uh, it came in, in uh, January, January 1, do I have to register or does it happen automatically? So the changes came into effect on the 1st of January and um, if you uh, are a business that's operating in South Australia, you will have already been registered. So there's right. a notice on the business uh, to, to be registered if they have mm. um, wages above 600000 in prior to the 1st of January. And so uh, those changes will um, 
happen automatically. The system will calculate what the what the new rates are. So I don't have to contact you if I'm a small no. business operator because I'm already registered with you. Absolutely. It just happens automatically. Yeah, yeah, and we've contacted everybody. So before those changes came into place, we contact all businesses, not just those ones, those that are affected, but we did contact. So there's about 13,000 um, registered payroll tax businesses in South Australia, uh, and we've contacted all those, um, and we've also contacted those that uh, will be affected. So before this kicked in on, on January 1, how much tax was I paying? If I was, you know, I was under that, uh, I was, say, 1.5 million, how much tax was I paying? Uh, so the rate uh, that was legislated was 4.9%. Um, Sorry, 4.95%. Yeah, that's right. So that's the saving I've now now made. Yeah, although Mm. there was an ex gratia scheme that reduced that rate um, that the previous government brought in. I I think, as you said too, Alan, that um, a business that's around that uh, 1.5 mark, um, they'll be saving up to about $44,500 a year in terms of the um, benefit to them. And that's, you know, in these days when things are a bit tight... We're talking, that's reasonable money, aren't we? Yep, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Anthony, you've been a strong supporter. Is this just the beginning of what needs to be done? Or, you know, you're knocking on the door for other cuts now? We want to see this as just the beginning. Yep. So while this is great news for small businesses that have that payroll of up to 1.5, once and then there's a phase-out period going from 1.5 to 1.7, if your payroll is at 2 million or above, you are now hit with payroll tax with a threshold of 600000 onwards. So what we want to see is that exemption be made a hard threshold so that all businesses, regardless of what your payroll tax is, you have a hard threshold of $1.5 million. Mm. Or conversely, reduce the rate of taxation from 4.95 downwards. There's four other states and territories with a payroll tax exemption of over a million dollars that applies to all businesses. So... Very good news. Commend the government on this, but we do want and we do need to see further payroll tax relief. So we've got further to go. Further mm. to go. Mm. Uh, Mark, uh, managing director of uh, you know a cult company, Littlehampton uh, uh, Clay Bricks and Papers. How long have you been around? Uh, over a hundred years. It's that long, is it? Yeah. Up there. Yes. Yeah. 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 Amazing. So you're you're a core company that uh, has been immediately affected by this. What are your thoughts? Oh yeah. Look, we're right in the uh, middle of it, I guess. Um, look, I just think it's a a big step in the right direction, and um, it says South Australia is now open for business. Um, and when did it kick in for you? Did it kick in straight away, or did it take a little time to? Um, to I up? think it was effective. Yeah, immediately. Was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what are you what are you planning to do? Will it lead to an increase in employment? Will you create more jobs? Yeah. Or look, will you invest more in the plant or, and make the business grow? I would say we'd put it in a few directions. We'd uh, spend spend a bit on uh, new equipment, explore new markets, and also look at employing other people. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a mixture. Mm. And I guess, Anthony, that's the argument, isn't it, from the political side of things? This is how we can create more jobs by letting businesses grow in all directions. 100%. Take the handbrake off. Reduce the rate of taxation. And it's not just payroll tax, although that is fundamentally the biggest taxation hurdle that all of our members and the broader business community continuously come to us with. We've got case studies upon case studies that says that, that say, you know, if I were had a, a smaller payroll liability, 
I would take on an additional apprentice or a trainee, or I would invest in that plant and equipment to make my business more efficient. So we've been running the, the survey of business expectations now for you know, 50 odd years that measures business confidence. Confidence is at a 10 year high, but mm. what we're finding is that conditions are getting tighter and tighter. So through payroll tax exemptions for small businesses, it gives them a bit more breathing space so that they can grow their business. We're talking about the payroll tax and the changes that came in on, on the 1st of January. If you've got any questions or comments, give us a call, 8223 What do you say, though, Anthony, I'll put this to all of you, um, what do you say to, to those uh, cynics who would argue it's not necessarily going to lead to, to more jobs, it's going to lead to a brand new BMW 7 Series in the boss's uh, garage? <laughs> I wish that was the case. <laughs> you go out and you speak to the small business owner and they, they are doing it tough and they work extremely long hours. Um, I was out in, I think it was Port... But if their financial gains are getting smaller and smaller and tighter and tighter, why wouldn't I put the extra in my pocket? Well, some of them may very well do that. It's their choice. But at the end of the day, they want sustainability and viability of their business. And you speak to the vast majority of small business owners and family business owners, and maybe even ask Mark this question, they do feel a 100% duty of care to the employees and the families of the employees that they pay their wages bill. So if the payroll tax exemptions or any exemptions can enable them to make them, to, to make that easier, then that's a good thing for the state, that's mm. a good thing for the economy, and it's a good thing for business. Mark, do you want to respond? There is a core of the audience out there that says, you know, you, you'll just put it in your yeah, pocket. Yeah, oh, look, I think at the end of the day, um, South Australia, we all know it's a fantastic place to live. It's been very dif difficult to uh, do business. I think that if we want to grow this state and make it a fantastic place to do business as well, we need to go forward and make the taxes... Um, we don't need to be well-beaters, but we need to be on the mark. Mm. Um, we're competing both interstate and overseas. So if we're competing with these, we need to be efficient. Mm. We need to have our taxes in order and and promote the business sector so we can grow South Australia. We're all in it together. And as Anthony touched on, we need a level playing field, don't we, with our with our uh, uh, competition interstate? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Julie, if I could come to you, uh, is there a danger? Uh, and and again, I'm putting my my other hat on. Is there a danger that um, this is so successful it pushes companies beyond that threshold, and they end up paying start paying payroll tax again? This, this incites them to grow sufficiently that they actually end up losing the, the advantage. I think there's many factors when a business is deciding to grow and I think um, payroll tax is probably one of, one of those factors that it takes into account but probably isn't one that's going to determine whether, whether it uh, grows or whether it stops growing. Um, so I, I don't think um, from our perspective we're seeing mm. that as the case. Yeah. Can I say also from an yeah. administration point of view too that um, uh, there is the uh, threshold of 1.5 but there's also why the government did have the uh, variable rate between 1.5 and 1.7 uh, million so if an uh, organisation does go over the 1.5 um, the uh, rate starts off at zero and then graduates up to 4.95%. Oh, it starts zero on 1.5. Correct. So it's right. not like they're going to pass 1.5 million and then suddenly be hit with a massive bill. Um, it does graduate okay. between mm. 1.5 and 1.7 million, so it's not like falling off a cliff. Mm. 
Ah, that's an important point. We're talking about uh, the payroll tax for uh, medium-sized business. Give us a call. Any uh, comments or questions? Eight double two three double o double o. Footy tipping is back in 2019. Can you out-tip our 5AA footy experts? If you can, there's the major prize of $5,000 up for grabs. Plus, the weekly round winner scores a $100 sip and save voucher. Footy season may have started, but you can still win the bragging rights and the prizes by registering now at 5AA.com.au. That's a five grand major prize plus weekly $100 sip and save vouchers for the round winner. All thanks to Sip and Save and 1395 at Lakes 5AA. Sometimes you can feel a little off and not know why. Sometimes something's going on, but you can't even feel it. Like hepatitis C. You can have hepatitis C and not even know. Left untreated, hepatitis C can lead to liver cancer. Testing for hepatitis C is a simple blood test. 95% of people can be easily treated and cured in 8 to 12 weeks with one pill a day. Speak to your GP or visit testcurelive.com.au or call the National Hepatitis Info Line today. one 800 Adelaide Casino is the home of Adelaide's biggest footy tipping competition. Visit the Grandstand Sports Bar to register for your chance to take home a share of over $20,000 in cash and prizes, with the top tipper of the year taking home 10 grand, plus the chance to win exclusive vouchers every week just for entering your tips. Adelaide Casino, home of Adelaide's biggest footy tipping competition. Terms and conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Gambling helpline 1800 858 858. Hi ladies, Heather from Joyrene Fashions. New season stock is romping into our Glenunga store. So now it's the time to start thinking about topping up your wardrobe to prepare for the cool days ahead. There is also a great selection of special occasion wear. Whether you're mother of the bride or you have a special event to attend, come in and let us assist in choosing the outfit that fits correctly and is suitable. Sizes 10 to 24 for mothers and daughters. Joyring Fashions, 491 Port Rush Road, Glenunga. We all know one size doesn't fit all, especially when it comes to your health insurance. I wish I'd figured it out sooner, though. I could have saved so much over the years. Are you paying too much for cover you don't need? Apia Health Insurance is designed for over 50s, so you'll be covered for the important things and you won't pay for things you may not need, like pregnancy. Over 50? Call Apia today and find out if you could be getting better value. Apia, because we know you know. This product is issued by NRB Health Funds Limited and arranged by Apia. Excavators, loaders, dump trucks, rollers, water trucks, tip trucks and more. If it's higher equipment you want, then you need to see Brooks Hire. There's over 2,500 pieces of machinery in their branches Australia-wide. So whatever you need, you'll find it at Brooks Hire. They've got the largest construction fleet in Australia, so you know they're a trusted company. Plus, hire any piece of equipment from Brooks Hire and you could win a brand new Harley Davidson. Call 1300 Brooks or head to 525 South Road Regency Park. Brookshire.com.au. Enjoy the party atmosphere every Sunday at the Jeff's Cross Market with stalls, homemade treats, fresh fruit and veg, arts, crafts, bric a brac, and more. Wallace Cinema's mainline drive in on Main North Road from 7 a.m. every Sunday for the Jeff's Cross Market. Visit Wallace.com.au. In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast.
Welcome back. Uh, 12 minutes away from 2 o'clock. We're talking about the recent changes that came in on the 1st of uh, January to payroll tax for small businesses. And we've got Jenny Holmes with us, who is the Commissioner for State Taxation with Revenue SA. Anthony Penny, who is uh, with uh, Business SA. He's the, the boss of the Industry and Government Engagement. And uh, Mark uh, Fourier, the Managing Director of Little Hampton Clay Brick, uh, Bricks and Pavers, a, a well-known company up in the hills, and Aaron Hill, Hill who's also uh, with uh, Revenue USA. Happy to take your calls, 8223 Interesting one uh, we were just talking about, um, uh, Julie, the fact that this kicked in on the 1st of January, it's not a calendar year. Well, it is a calendar year. It's not the financial year. So that means, as a small business owner, I've actually got two tax uh, tax rates that I'm paying at the moment. That's right. For this year. So because the government was keen to bring this in as soon as possible, uh, it does uh, mean that for this financial year, there are two returns. So there's the pre uh, first of January, mm-hmm. um, first six months, and then the second six months. And so that'll be reconciled at the end of the financial year. So each month when a business puts its uh, return in, they just put, put in like they would normally do uh, their wages, mm-hmm. and the uh, system will calculate the appropriate amount, and it'll be reconciled at the end of the financial year. Uh, and I'm assuming the advice, though, would be, if uh, I'm in doubt at all, contact uh, my, my, my tax agent, because uh, they're going to be able to crunch the numbers more accurately than I Absolutely. So talk to your accountant um, or you might have someone in your business who, um, you know, has their sole role as uh, payroll tax or part of their role Um, and they can go onto the Revenue SA website. So we have a lot of good information on the website. We have an online calculator so you can have a bit of a play and see what you think it means for your business. Um, And then also, obviously, we have an email and a a phone number that we can... Yes, they can contact you, yeah. Uh, So it's revenuesa.gov.au is the website. Yep, so it's revenuesa.gov.au. SA.gov.au. Yes. Erin, that, that, that comes to you. Um, have you had many queries from people who are a little bit confused about how to do this or if they're just sitting on the threshold? What do I do as an operator? Uh, yeah, look, because the uh, change has come in mid-year mm. and because there is a, a significant change in there, we have had uh, um, a significant number of inquiries, but um, uh, we're doing our, our best to make sure we're being able to address them. And normally once we have spoken to people, they um, are a lot clearer in terms of what their obligations may be. One of the questions that we do get um, quite regularly, though, is uh, for those businesses that are sitting on the threshold that you know, maybe they um, are contract-based or they are seasonal employers and their wages uh, can fluctuate a mm. lot mm. and uh, well what happens um, if I'm, I'm I think I'm below 1.5 but I could go above it yeah what we've suggested to those organizations is that um, you maintain your registration um, and if you are believe you're below the 1.5 then um, but when you get to the end of the financial year you go up above it that's quite okay you'll do your annual reconciliation as normal and if there's any catch-up at that time you'll do the catch-up there won't be any penalty associated with that Mm -hmm. it's just normally doing your annual reconciliation at that time now they may realize that um, during the course of the year they are actually 
actually going to exceed it, they can then contact us and they can commence making payments as well too. But if you're in that um, borderline area, the easiest thing to do is simply maintain your registration mm-hmm. uh, and then just do an annual reconciliation each year to determine whether there is any liability or not, and that's quite acceptable. Excellent. Uh, Colin Shearing, uh, who uh, is with uh, the independent uh, South Australian Independent Retailers, is called in. Hi, Colin. Yeah, good afternoon. How are you? A lot of, your, are mem- you? Lot of your members will be affected by this? Oh, certainly. And, look, we support the, uh, uh, the lifting of the threshold. It's been uh, good for small business. Um, and, in fact, you know, we agree with businesses. Hey, we believe uh, uh, that uh, even we should look at exemptions for payroll tax uh, when it comes to trainees and apprentices. Um, and, in fact, probably go one step further and look for even uh, exemptions on return to work SA premiums, which we used to have under work cover, because mm. uh, we think this just incentivises uh, the opportunity to develop our people uh, and train our people, which we take very, very seriously. And I guess we're completely on song with business SA there in support of that and, uh, and welcome this initiative by the state government. Have you had any uh, sort of pushback from any of your members uh, saying this is, you know, should, shouldn't have happened at this time and we should have done it in the new financial year or whatever? Oh, no, no, not at all. Look, we, like I said, we welcome it. We're looking forward to it. Um, you know, certainly there's a sliding scale, as they said, between 1.5, 1.95 uh, uh, wages. Uh, so that, that's, a, that's a good thing. Um, and uh, it's just made it a lot easier for many of our retailers, as you said, that get caught up in this. Uh, mm. Uh, and, you know, you don't have to employ probably 25 full-time equivalents and you're over the 1.5 straight away. Mm. Um, so it doesn't take long for that to add up. But we would certainly uh, recommend and support the notion of exemptions on payroll tax for traineeships and apprentices. And like I said, go one step further, even with the return to work SA premiums, uh, and look at them being exempted too whilst we have traineeships and apprenticeships on board. Look, the, the apprenticeship issue is a really, really in, uh, interesting one, Colin, isn't it? Because, uh, I mean, we had a long conversation about this last week and uh, mm. the, the, the general consensus was perhaps we should give consideration to introducing a an opt-in, opt-out hex-type arrangement where uh, well, older uh, apprentices can actually sign up. Um, mm. And um, because at the moment, you know, a young bloke can, or a young woman can earn, you know, more money cutting up veggies in the local restaurant than uh, learning to be a plumber. Well, sure. Look, look, we would we would certainly look at those sorts of models, if you like, uh, of training. Um, and I've been in this sphere for a very long time with the retailing industry, mm. and uh, you know, we used to have a uh, a voucher system with small business called Ticket Train, uh, and that was a five hundred dollar voucher that was provided to, which would subsidise training to small businesses. Uh, for things like food hygiene and other little practical uh, compliance-type issues of training uh, that that uh, uh, the uh, staff needed to skill themselves with. Um, and that that worked very effectively. And, you know, even those sorts of models of incentivising small business uh, to train people, particularly young people, as you said, there are the other, the other end of this is the older people, mm. the more wiser people, I should say, um, who... who uh, who look forward to, to being trained and, and we like I said, we take the training seriously and I think we need to look at those uh, incentives for small business still and not to, uh, just discount them out of hand, which has been done in the last probably 20 years. Mm. Thanks, sir. Thanks for calling in. Colin Shearing, uh, South Australian Independent Retailers. What do you think of that, uh, Anthony? Because it is a real area. We've got so many um, apprenticeships vacant because mm. no one will put up their hand so while we don't always agree with the independent retailers i.e no. trading hours <laughs> it's great to hear colin colin call in because just last week 
we met with Minister Pizzoni and put that very idea to him in the lead up to our pre-budget submission with the Treasurer that payroll tax exemptions for apprentices and trainees is a good idea. Again, how do you encourage a business? Because it's not easy for a small, medium employer to take on a new apprentice. Mm. There's a lot of responsibility there, um, plus additional paperwork, et cetera, et cetera, but the responsibility to do so. And there needs to be incentives of which we feel a payroll tax exemption is makes sense and it's as i said we we spoke to minister pizzoni we'll take it to the treasurer in the coming weeks and that has also been a long-held uh, policy stance or platform of business sa did you get any direction he was open to the idea. Mm. Uh, I think we've got a. You just got. You just got to get it past Mr. Lucas now. Well, <laughs> you know the treasurer has his uh, has his clutches on the purse strings, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he's not letting a lot of money out of the bag. So yeah. we we will continue to push this on behalf of all businesses that is that are wanting to take on an apprentice or training. Excellent. Uh, thank you very much, uh, everyone, for your time this afternoon. Uh, really interesting. So the, the advice is to go to the website, uh, again, which is revenuesa.sa.gov.au, or there's another one, isn't there, uh, Julie, uh, nopayrolltax.sa.gov.au. That's correct. They're That's the two where all, all the information. To. All the information is there. Um, and so hopefully uh, it's explained clearly. The calculator's there and links to the rates for the variable threshold between 1.5 and 1.7 million and uh, how to deal with the annual reconciliation. So uh, yes, all the information all is right. there. Thank you very much. So it's all there. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, seeking it down and or seeking it out and uh, and using it. Thank you very much for coming in, everyone, this afternoon. Stay with us after the break. Uh, Dr. Derek McNair will be here and we'll take more of your calls. Uh, you had any more time to have a bit of a think about what's happened in Christchurch and uh, 